Chapter Twenty Two of Born Again by Alfred Lawson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Gaby Cowan. Suffering with a dejected feeling of despair, I wended my way through the chaotic anterior hold in search of the hole through which I had so miraculously entered. It seemed as if life's sole aim had suddenly been stricken from the range of my vision. I could not understand why nature should be so cruel as to give me but one momentary glimpse of that angelic mortal, and then thrust me away from her in such an indifferent manner. I wondered why the world was not populated exclusively by such lovely beings was it because the people themselves through their individual accumulative system created conditions whereby only the most abject and debased mortals could survive was this system responsible for petty selfishness instead of conscience governing man causing him in his greedy scramble for temporary gain to keep others in a state of helplessness ignorance and squalor thus propagating an inferior race of physical mental and moral pygmies as the foremost inhabitants of the earth why could not humanity organize itself as a great unit of unselfish effort and equality for the purpose of uplifting and strengthening all of its component parts instead of those parts pulling down weakening and destroying one another in a ferocious struggle for individual predominance as these and similar thoughts crowded themselves into my brain my attention was attracted by soft strains of music emanating from the room i had just left and i stood still and listened arletta had evidently set the orchestral mechanism in motion again and was accompanying it by tenderly singing her own requiem with tremulous modulation her vocal cords produced sounds such as i had never heard before and of which i am powerless to give the faintest description like a statue i stood and listened to the almost supernatural melody and inwardly prayed that it might continue forever but suddenly both the music and singing ended and absolute quietness prevailed it may have been a pure fancy of my part but as i waited in breathless silence hoping for more music the apparition of arletta seemed to pass directly over my head and continued right on up through the solid roof of the hallway startled beyond expression at what i now consider a mere delusion i shouted arletta at the top of my voice several times and receiving no answer either telepathically or phonetically i came to the awful conclusion that she was no more is it unmanly to cry if so i must confess my unmanliness for on this occasion it was impossible for me to repress the tears from coursing down my cheeks as i realized that the last of nature's grandest and noblest earthly beings had passed away but the tears i shed apparently softened my nature and as i stood buried in the depth of meditation concerning the preceding events i became impregnated with the desire to try and do some real good in the world 
to make myself useful to mankind to live for others instead of myself alone and then and there i resolved that i would devote the remainder of my natural life to teaching human beings the beautiful principles of natural law as i understood them without expectation of compensation of future reward i would go forth as arletta had requested and plant the seed of real truth justice love and equality in human hearts to the best of my ability and trust in the souls of men to further aid in its universal and everlasting productiveness i felt positive that the theory of the sage men was right and that the soul just released from arletta was even then beginning life in a different form could it not be criminal on my part to make no effort to better earthly conditions for her future welfare perhaps conjectured i the soul of my own mother who died at the time of my birth might even at that moment be encased in a degraded body surrounded by want and misery caused by the operation of that selfish brutal and murderous system which encourages the strong to squeeze the very light and hope from the weak thus forcing and keeping mankind in a state of continual degradation a system that was created in the beginning by savages and which is upheld at the present time by savages and the church that gigantic symbol of ignorance and stupidity not only fails to protest against such a beastly system but actually advocates its continuance how long i stood there seriously thinking of this subject and forming new and laudable resolutions for the future i do not know but at last i awoke to the fact that i was still nothing more nor less than a common adventurer held captive on an isolated projecture in the middle of the sea this became more apparent as i faintly heard the ocean waves dashing against the rocks on the outside of the place so following in the direction of the sounds they became louder and more distinct until finally i found myself looking up at the very hole through which i had bored my way so unceremoniously it was night and i could easily distinguish the stars in the outer darkness in making a careful survey of the surroundings i discovered that it was going to be a much more difficult tax to get out than it was to get in this extraordinary grotto the aperture was located about three feet above my head was barely large enough to squeeze through and there was no way by which i could climb up to it i observed however that adjoining the hole there was a huge marble pillar running upward and outward in an oblique slant and wedged in its position by several other massive stones but with its end protruding below the rest so without wasting any time i leaped up and caught hold of it with both hands and then adopting the tactics of a gymnast i began slowly working my way through the whole feet foremost like an acrobat going over a horizontal bar this feat 
which required great muscular strength flexibility and tenaciousness was the very hardest physical performance i ever accomplished for besides being unable to get a firm grip on it i found to my dismay that the great pillar i clung to was insecure in its position and threatened to fall and crush me beneath its weight and as inch by inch i slowly and persistently worked my way upward and outward so inch by inch did i slowly but surely work its way downward passing my feet and legs beyond the brink of the opening i doubled myself up in such a way that the lower half of my body rested upon a sort of a level platform and with head downward i pushed my way up until i found myself kneeling upon the crust i had previously broken through and which i subsequently decided must have been a great pane of glass covered by the coagulated settlings of the air which for centuries had been forming a solid coating i remained in a kneeling position for several moments catching my breath and regaining strength i feared to move lest the thin layer upon which i rested would once more give way beneath me it appeared to waver as did everything else around me after a short rest i carefully arose to a standing position and then observed that i was located in a sort of a pit surrounded by rocks of various shapes and sizes as i cautiously climbed upward each one of them appeared to tremble at my very touch until just as i reached the topmost point the whole mass apparently gave way at once i lost my balance and fell forward there was a terrible crash and after that i became dizzy and confused the most peculiar and disconnected sensations then passed through my mind first i thought there was a great hole in the side of my head which i tried to fill with the small stones then my head became full of holes and finally i fancied that i possessed a half a dozen heads and all of them were cut and bleeding and then apparently all of these heads were suddenly and mysteriously severed from my body and floated away in space like a lot of toy balloons following that it felt as if every bone in my body had been broken and i was taking these bones from their places and trying to repair them then i imagined that i had several different bodies and all of them were bruised and mangled these forms increased in numbers until i could see nothing else but them and they appeared to be struggling to extricate themselves from beneath a huge object which seemed to grow in size until it was as large as a mountain finally released they began climbing up the mountain until the summit was reached and then gradually decreased until there was but one left what is the matter with me i wonder who am i what am i and where do i belong i tried to think coherently but my mind was feeble and incapable of grasping an intelligent thought day and night went and came many times but still i remained on that mountain wondering 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 
sometimes i would expand until i felt larger than the mountain itself then again i would shrink to the size of a flea one time i would feel as if i were up near the north pole surrounded by ice and freezing to death at another time i would imagine that i was in the middle of the sahara desert being roasted alive by the scorching rays of the sun and still again i would feel that i was shipwrecked upon a barren island and i was slowly dying for the want of food and water sometimes i fancied that i could see ships all about me and i would yell and roar at the top of my voice to attract attention but without results as they would pass beyond view without taking any notice of me at other times it seemed that ships could cast their anchors right in front of my eyes and apparently remain stationed there for weeks and months at a time and yet no one would come to my assistance at last there appeared to be ten thousand ships all of the same pattern lowering small boats into the water and these boats manned by stalwart oarsmen started to race with each other in my direction what an evenly matched contest on 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 they came bunched closely together each using the same uniform stroke as if all were guided by the same coxswain now they were right upon me great race i shouted as they came within hearing distance hurrah 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 the poor devil is mad i fancied i heard someone exclaim and my mind became a blank end of chapter twenty two recorded by gabby cowan in kingston ontario canada